Welcome to another episode of The Mist Podcast, motivating and inspiring self-transformation. I'm your host, James Urban, with my lovely wife and co-host, Danielle. Hi, everybody. We have such an amazing episode in store for you today. I wanted to go in a little bit of a different direction because, I don't know, I just felt like I was kind of saying the same thing over and over again, and I just thought it would be a lot more fun to talk about more relevant things than just constantly giving power speeches. Not that I don't like doing that, but I also think that I can kind of tie it into just my every like an everyday podcast that we've been doing. And an, I don't know, I've been getting like a lot of great feedback on the last couple of ep- episodes. Well, we've been starting them with a little bit of current events and just talking about other things and then going into the topic. So I think it's worked out well in terms of What do you think about tonight's ep- episode or tonight's topic? Well, I think it's a good thing to have some variety. And so why not talk about things that people are actually maybe interested in (laughs) in terms of, um, you know, maybe not necessarily transforming, but we'll tie it in. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, And just because the name of the podcast is Motivating and Inspiring Transformation, Self-Transformation, doesn't necessarily mean that that has to be the everyday topic. I mean, that's a that's a major part of our lives, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's got to be everything that we talk about, because in general, that's not everything that we talk. We talk a lot about that in our own personal lives, but it's not like that's everything that we talk about. Well, just like with health, like I'm a health coach, but that doesn't mean that's like all I do. You know, so when people see me eating like uh, what did we have it, you know, the artichoke and spinach dip, which actually had real artichoke and real spinach in it. They were like, blasphemy. I was like, well, it's artichoke and spinach. Yeah. And cheese, which is not bad for you. Yeah, that was on uh, Friday night. We went out to eat uh, for a fundraiser. Yes, the Brianna Marie Foundation. So if you feel compelled, and I'm sorry we didn't think about that to uh, put that in one of your tickers. Um, But if you feel compelled to donate... um, This is one of the women that I've met since living out here in Florida, and they just had a 5K run to raise awareness and funding for other children who have been affected by the uh, condition or disease that her daughter was affected by. And I'm sorry that I wasn't more prepared because I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, this this wasn't really... one of the things that we were going to talk about, but, um, yeah, since it came up, uh, it's apparently a lung disorder that the girl suffered from in which, um, while the woman is pregnant with the child, the lungs of the infant, the, uh, fetus fills up with, uh, fluid and the fluid actually has to be drained by, injection through the mother into the fetus into the lungs it's really an incredible procedure right 
and uh, unfortunately, her daughter did not survive that. Um, well, s- actually, survived the. She survived the procedure. The procedure, but, but unfortunately, not much yeah. after birth. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a really good foundation. So I put it up on the screen. The Bria- Brianna Marie Foundation. If I'm spelling that correctly, um, if not, I'm sure that you can find it. It's probably all over the web. Uh, the foundation's been around for nine years or something like that, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, feel free to donate to a really great cause, something that's local to us. Um, and a little bit of an update. Well, first off, we've if you don't see that, we're matching here because we're one matching. of the perks. I have to stand up. Hello. Yeah. One of the perks <laughs> to living down here in Florida is being able to go to spring training. Uh, well, I guess you can go to spring training if you live in you know, Krizekistan, if you wanted to, you could fly here. But living here in Florida, it's right down the street. Well, not actually right down the street. So let's just go over the week's events. James kind of mentioned, oh, yeah, I think I want to go to some games on Saturday. There are three I'm interested in. And he really doesn't go into detail. And being that I'm the planner and he's not, I kept like trying to ask questions, but not in the an annoying yeah, cause, way because I would get annoyed right so I'm like okay what time are these games he's like well there's one at 11 one at one one at six I'm like okay are we going to all three is this like a whole day event N- never asking the question where we were going so I'm thinking we're going to Port St. Lucie somewhere on the east coast it's not right down the street we went all the way across the state to the west coast yeah but that's only two and a half hours away it's really not that bad okay but it wasn't right around it wasn't down a, the street it wasn't a terrible drive it, it was a little bit of a trap a little bit of a you know traffic conundrum on the way over there and you like that i just pulled the word conundrum out of my ass that's <laughs> fucking awesome and we o- we get all the way down there and it was a um um, it was a good time. It was a it was beautiful a real, yeah, day. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. It's a, it was a nice area. The stadium was beautiful. Everybody yeah, it was a cute obviously. little town right there. Yeah. Uh, um, we went to go see the Yankees and the Pirates uh, in the Pirates Spring Training um, Park. So uh, the original plan was to go to a 9 o'clock game. Oh, sorry, an 11 o'clock game, a 1 o'clock game, and a 6 o'clock game. But... I don't know what I was looking at because there was only one o'clock games on the schedule and it was an 11 o'clock game that was scheduled, but it was closed to the public. So uh, we settled for just one. Um, we settled for just uh, the one game and it was a good game. And honestly, yeah, I was kind of tired because it was a long game, uh, but I plan on doing it again next weekend. Uh, not going as far, just going to Vero Beach and going to uh to what do they call Dodger Town? Has anybody ever been to Dodger Town? Where is everybody at? Um, you know, reach out to uh, let us know. Tell us. Yeah, where let you guys us know where you're joining from. We have Kristen on here. I know she's in New Jersey. Martha just joined from California. Hey, Martha. Uh, yeah. So, um, but everybody wants to talk about is love really blind? Has everybody been watching the Netflix series Love is Blind? You know, drop a message on the board. Oh, if my, you guys my screen just said coronavirus. Up oh, yeah. Well, first off, <laughs> I want to talk about the coronavirus um, because apparently there was two more people that have died since then. I'm sure there's multiple accounts of the numbers and things like that. I'm personally choosing 
not to pay attention, not because I want to be naive or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Does people think that it's more hype? Right. That's what I feel. I, that you feel like it's more hype than actual something. Right. Like I don't want to be totally ignorant to the fact that this is going on. Of course I know. But I'm a worrier and I'm a stressor. So to put more of that on my my chest, literally, like I get like tight in the chest when I get stressed out. You know what I mean? So to put more right. of that, on, not on my shoulders, but literally like right here to feel like I need to go doomsday prepping for this event. Yeah. Like I don't want to be a part of it. I'm glad that you brought up doomsday preppers because we were watching that today. Is that why you threw that little? It was. That little we used anecdote, to love that little anecdote in there. Well, because we actually used to watch Doomsday Preppers and remember Wife Swap. Wife Swap was a good one. We used one. to love. We wife used swap. to lo- love Wife Swap and Doomsday <laughs> Preppers. Doomsday Preppers just kind of crazy. Uh, like people really think that the end of the world is right around the corner. Well, and with that, I just find it really fascinating that they zone in on this like one really particular way that the world is going to end and they only prepare for that one scenario but they spend thousands and thousands of dollars so like it's not like oh the world is going to end somehow some way so let's like have a list of different things different scenarios that can happen and then plan accordingly for Mm -hmm. different things tornado flood whatever no they're just like on this day there's going to be an earthquake. And when mm. that happens, we're going to have this plan. And it's like, okay, well, what if something else Well, happens? I mean, they all plan the same exact way. They all have a different idea of, you know, what that doomsday is going to look like. But they all plan the same exact way. Stockpiling food, weaponry, escape plans, underground tunnel systems. Um, you know, they tried to grow their own food underground. Like, it's just... There was one guy that was using his own fecal matter to yeah that was grow to grow uh, plants. So, but yes, we were talking about the coronavirus, and one of the things that um, we were talking about the coronavirus last week. Um, But we started the show talking. I kind of went out of order a little bit, but we were talking about spring training, and one of the joys for me of living down here in Florida is I'm a huge baseball fan and being able to go and see these different stadiums and. And try to catch as many. One of, one of my hobbies is to go to a different ballpark every single year. At least one, if not more than that. So I've been doing that for several years now. I've gotten to see a good a number of ballparks and travel to a lot of different cities. Um, and that passion has kind of continued to grow for me. And w- we were just talking about this on a past podcast. that It's something that I'd like to develop into a business at some point. And turn it right. into, um, you know, where I go to different ballparks and you know, explore the different foods and maybe different neighboring restaurants and different things like that. I don't know. I just kind of have like something drawn up in my head that one day I'd like to accomplish. Um, But before we get to Love is Blind, okay, I want to let everybody know when you, uh, first off, to go to Anchor dot fm slash the miss podcast it's so important for us it's important for our ratings per se it's it's important for our growth and share it with a friend if you feel like it's something that has inspired you motivated you something that you find entertaining 
share it with a friend, drop it in their DMs, what have you. Hey, check out my friends. Check out this podcast I found. Mm -hmm. That would be awesome. And also subscribe so that you can get alerts every single time that we drop a new episode. You'll get an alert on your phone so that you can listen to the updated, um, the updated episode. Um, back to spring training. Astros cheating scandal. Everybody has heard of it. Everybody knows what it is. I want to discuss it briefly because I wanted to spend a good amount of time on this. And someone had asked me earlier on in the week about, actually, I think it was last week. Somebody had sent me a message on Facebook. Was that last week or this week? I guess it doesn't really matter. And I didn't reply to them because at that time I was just like, I feel like there's enough Major League Baseball players out there who are commenting on it. And it feels like it's the number one question that people ask. And I'm not, I don't feel like I'm somebody who, I'm not a major league baseball player. So therefore, I don't really feel like I have a say in in this. However, as a fan, I feel like I do have a say. Um, and also, part of our motivating and inspiring self-transformation, I feel like I have a say in regards to people cheating their way to their goals. Hmm. So I don't want to spend too much time on this. Because I want to get to, you know, talking about the fun stuff. But I think what happens, and we see it a lot in weight loss, right? Mm -hmm. Not so much anymore because a lot of products have been banned. But maybe about five, ten years ago, there was so many products out there where it was like, take this pill and get this body. Mm. I can't think of any of those products off the top of my head. There was one that's that ha was like, um, oh gosh, Xenadrin. Uh, oh, Xenadrin. No, Xenadrin. What? <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. I took them for a little bit. Yeah, and you know, apparently it like drops the weight, and <sighs> I just feel like no goal that you could ever set for yourself is going to be achieved overnight. Nothing. And I feel like what they did was not just cheat themselves out of now what is a very controversial World Series title. And a lot of what those players had achieved is now in question. They they want, you know, a lot of players want to put a big fat asterisk next to it and say, well, listen, you did cheat during that era or during that year, or during those seasons. So it served them no good. Everybody's always going to question whether they were truly deserving of the title. But I think when it comes to a lot of things in life, people are always looking for a shortcut. Looking to, you know, I mean, we see it all the time. And right, you don't want to do the work that it takes. Yeah, you don't want to do the work that it takes to achieve those goals, to achieve, to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. Or You'd maybe rather it's just take the, the shortcut. The I, we've talked about this before, the satisfaction, like the instant gratification, you mm -hmm. want it immediately. Like, you know, you can order Amazon Prime, it comes in two days. You can order groceries, it comes in one hour. DoorDash, like all of these things that now make life so much easier, we want results in all aspects like that. Yeah, I, I just think... I think I I think I'm following you but it's just one of those 
many things in life where it's going to take a lot of work to get where you're going. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be overnight. It's not going to happen immediately. And the Astros tried to cut that corner and it bit them in the ass. And if you too try to cut that corner, if you too try to take a magical pill to help you lose weight instead of doing it the correct way, the healthy way, you might get instant results, but are they long lasting? Mm -hmm. And just like the Astros title, yeah, they won a title, but really was it deserving? And now is it going to hold up? Right. Or is everybody going to question it? For the rest of, you know, baseball's 200 years old. For the rest of baseball history, people are going to wonder, were the Astros really deserving of that World Series title? Did they deserve to win? Uh, did Altuve deserve to win a Rookie of the Year over Aaron Judge in 2017? It's just one of those things that, you know, what did you accomplish? Now that you've been caught, what did you accomplish? Right. You know, you just they're they're just kind of sitting there, and I don't know. What what other things in life? I mean, uh, we've talked about weight loss, but what other things are people most common? to to cheat to get around mm. do you think to cut corners i mean like in school i mean sure cheating on tests obviously you know it does the student no good right they don't learn anything mm -hmm. you know they they get the a on the test but what did they actually accomplish what did they actually learn nothing but right. Did you ever cheat? Really? That's a question. Yeah. I was a nerd. They all cheated off of me. <laughs> and I would sit there with my paper like this. And I know if you're listening and not watching, you can't see. But I would cover or I would do. Oh, you were one of those? In the corner. Yeah. Oh, what an asshole. Why? I spent my time and my energy studying and you didn't, so I should allow you to read, to copy off my paper and get the same grade? What, one little circle? I can't see one little circle? No. You know what was funny is I remember in high school, I think it was my senior year in high school, there was a girl that let me cheat off of her. And she held her paper right to the edge of the table, and she was circling. It was multiple choice. Mm -hmm. A. C. Was she trying to be your girlfriend? D. A. Um. No. No. And she. So she why was she allowing you to cheat? Just because you know she was my friend, you know. But she was circling A, D, C, A, B, and I wrote them all, and I circled every single one of them, and she got her test back, and she got a ninety-five or something. I got mine back. And I had a 23. <laughs> How? Because every single test was different. Uh. They, were the s <laughs> they were the same questions, but they were in different orders. See, that's a smart teacher. Yeah, so here I was cheating off of her, and I got a 23 off of her. See? I was like, damn, I, I knew. Bit you in the ass, served you right. Bit me in the ass, exactly. The truth will always prevail. We see it with steroids, men with steroids. And I'm sure a lot of my friends probably... Maybe not a lot, but I'm sure I have friends out there that may be watching this mm -hmm. that, you know, take some type of steroid. I used to be big on 
um, pre-workout. Mm-hmm. I'm actually against that now. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that I, I just feel like it gives you a, so- a false sense of energy. It gives you something that's not actually sustainable. So if you're not on that pre-workout, you're not actually feeling 100%. Like, what if you really, okay, I mean, it's good for the gym to, you know, for your gains uh, to get that extra boost, whatever you need. It does work. I have taken them. But I also feel like after taking that stuff, you're like, yeah, but what did this actually accomplish for me? This actually didn't do anything for me. Because if I went into the gym right now and tried to perform at that same exact level, I would fall shy. So the the cheating did nothing for you. Right. You know? Yeah, it makes sense. I think, I mean, it's easy to say, talk about like taking pills or taking steroids or taking a pre-workout. I mean, we talk about like cheating ourselves and our bodies, you know, right now because that's obviously the thing that comes I, maybe that's just the the end game. That's what happens. Is that by cheating, you're really only cheating yourself. True. You know, you're you're only hurting yourself. You're never gonna get the your true results by cheating. The Astros didn't get their their true results because now nobody really knows. Mm-hmm. Were yeah. they that good, or were they actually a tad bit? shy uh, we'll never know and in school if you don't study if you don't whatever and you cheat on tests you'll never know if you were truly worthy of getting that 100 or whether getting that degree or that um, diploma if you cheat in the gym you'll never know how how truly strong you are you'll never know how how much of an animal you truly can become if you're constantly taking supplements to try to cheat your well, it's that yourself, false sense of accomplishment. Like I guess you're mm-hmm. tr- you're almost tricking your own brain into thinking like, yeah, I did something. When you know you're giving yourself an ego boost, but it's false. Right. But everybody tonight, I'm sure, didn't come to listen to us bullshit about this crap. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Everybody wants to talk about Netflix. That's true. Including myself. Okay. I'm like super excited about this. I'm kind of a Netflix whore. I really hate that I'm a Netflix whore. I really do hate that about myself because there was a moment in time. I want to say that I was working out in Wisconsin for that short period of time. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was months and months. I want to say all through Arizona. I don't think I ever turned the TV on once. Uh, And I was out there for several months. California, I honestly don't think that I turned on the TV. Mm -hmm. Didn't have Netflix. Didn't have Amazon Prime. None of that. I would go to work, come home, write my book, do something constructive, try to build our business. Yeah, I, I fucking hate that about myself. I hate the fact that I've become... Yeah, like I come Back home. Back to old habits. It's it's a little bit of old habits, but it's just the fact that I'm so goddamn tired after work mm-hmm. that I just don't feel like I can muster up the energy to do anything else. And it's really re- 
retarding my growth. Well, sure. I mean, you're taking the time that you could spend doing more, like you said, productive or... And I hate on these fucking people all the time. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I, I you honestly kinda do kinda hate, the, hate on these becoming people. One of them. <coughs> well, the thing with me is that, like, I don't watch TV. I haven't for a long time. Um, yeah, actually, we went. <laughs> we started to watch a movie last night. I fell asleep, and I was like, "Oops!" The credits wait. were still rolling. <laughs> it was just a little. I needed a little cat nap to get through the two and a half hour movie. So then I picked up the remote, and I was like, "I never even knew. Like, I didn't know how to work it. <laughs> I never even used it. We've lived here for since July." Yeah, you months. don't watch any TV during the course of the day. The way our living space is situated. It is an open format, so I spend most of my time in the kitchen, and when James and Valentina have been watching this show. Yeah, I've been watching yes. this with my, <laughs> I've been watching this with my eight-year-old. Um, I have kind of been hooked, so like I'll listen, and then sometimes I'll peek over and see like who's speaking, because you kind of want to know, you want to put a name I'm sorry, a face to the name, which is interesting because they start the whole show without being able to see who they are. And that's the whole preface of the show is, is the emotional connection deeper and more meaningful than the physical connection. Right. Do you think if you were single, right? Right. Let's say you're a 34-year-old single woman no kid would going on that show be something that you would consider me personally mm, not really i mean i don't know like when i was younger so we met in our 20s at a bar that was where you met people but now in your 30s it's different like friends of mine who are single, like, I guess they have a hard time meeting people because, you know, the bar scene, the club scene, that's not really where you meet somebody in your 30s, per se. And then there's the whole online dating thing, which, you know, again, to each his own. But I don't know if I would go there. I don't think I would do that, personally. So that would just be, like, another mm. form of online dating, I feel like, to be in a situation where, well, first of all. Would you do online dating? No, I just Did said I wouldn't. Was online dating a thing when you were, like, before we met? I can't really remember. I don't think mm. so. Don't really think so. That was 12 years ago. 12 years ago next week. 12 years ago next week. Wow. Happy anniversary to us. <laughs> Cheers. We barely made it. <laughs> there were... Wait, who was talk who was talking about that recently? Like about us barely making it? <laughs> no, oh, I was watching uh what's his name? Eric D'Alessandro, is that yeah. his name? Yeah, he did one of his like was it his 60 second things. He's like, if you broke up for 8 of the 12 years, <laughs> then it really <laughs> doesn't count. Yeah. Well, we didn't break up for 8 no, of the no. 12 years. No. He also did one recently on how girls take selfies and pictures and and I felt like that's how you were rolling your eyes at me yesterday when I was like trying to get us a, a good selfie of us at the ballpark. Oh god, it's so annoying though cuz you you pick Hi Leslie. You pick like weird places to take selfies. First off, 
You're like, oh, and and like people are trying to work around it, like get around us, and you're because like, because I want to get a good and background, then, and the lighting's got to be right, and then you got to take several, and your your arms are short, so and I'm tall, so like I'm always in, yeah, that's I'm the one that's always in a weird position, like like looking over your shoulder, and so I'm always just like, just crack a quick smile, but I don't want to stand there. I I don't mind taking pictures. I don't mind taking pictures at all. I like taking pictures. I just. I hate the selfie thing. It just, I don't know. It kind of drives me a little bit nuts, just because it's it's so difficult and it, yeah. It's hard because with the three we of got us, a, yeah, you're we really got tall. A hot, we um, got a height, uh, like a yeah, big height differential. Because I'm so damn tall that it's hard for me to fit into a picture with Danielle, let alone with my daughter, who's another foot shorter than her. Uh uh-uh. uh. She's she's closing in on you, dude. Yeah, she's got like four inches left. She's not a foot by any means. She's like four inches shorter than me. I'm five foot two and a half if I'm lucky. And she was measured about a month and a half ago at four foot nine. So she's probably even taller than that now. Yikes. That's crazy. She's going to be tall as hell, huh? Yeah, she's got that gene from She's got you. that urban gene. Mm-hmm. You know, tall, long legs. Maybe she'll be a model. So anyway, so back to the show. Yeah, so back to the show, Love is Blind. You I asked? Did you like the show? Let's start with that. Oh, okay. So we're not going to – I would not go on the show to answer your previous question. Um, did I like the show? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a little much. Did you like the concept? Not really. Really? I mean, you're expecting these people to know each other – not ever see each other and then essentially spend the rest of their lives together. Let me ask you guys a question that are watching. Would you go on Love is Blind on Netflix? If somebody came up to you, told you what the concept of the show is, and let's put aside all of your current relationship status and kids and all that other stuff, would you put your career – well? Let's say that first. Would you put your career on hold for a month? Was that all it was? I think it was a little bit longer. Maybe even a little bit longer. Uh, yeah, maybe it was about two months. Would you put everything on hold and go <laughs> to some tropical island to play this game? Right, because first they spent time in the pods, then they spent time on the island, then they spent time visiting each other's hometowns. So I feel like it was more than a month. Well, I think they were in the pods for two weeks or something. That was it. And they were expected to get yeah. married, essentially. I mean, not like right after leaving the pods, but they proposed in the have, pods. Yeah. Have you ever had that deep of a connection with somebody within two weeks? No. You barely know the person. I, but, well, I think. Dude, what about me? <laughs> yes. What I'm are you saying, dude? You and I were were saying, I love you. The the second night we we hung out that's true we did i think or maybe at least we flirted with but the words because we were like I, I because really of l- the like physical like because of that physical connection that's what really had us both intrigued but that was mm. totally taken out of the equation in this show so you don't really know the person on an emotional level, you, but if you had asked me to marry you after two weeks, I don't know if I would have been like, 
Sorry. I, I well, I was twenty three, so probably I would have been like you would have definitely no. you definitely would have said right, yes. We have some feedback here. So Ashley says, okay. "I say it's insane, but they signed up for it, knowing the situation. I don't mind watching it for my own entertainment. I agree, uh, but Ashley would not do it. I think that's probably going to be the consensus. It's an entertaining, but you'd have to be pretty crazy to sign mm. up for something like that. I mean, I guess you don't have to say yes." Like, I think they were all, like, high on... The, well, okay, first of all, the time spent in the pods, whatever it was, two weeks, mm -hmm. they did nothing but talk to each other. So I guess it was, like, ver a very um, fast Streamlined. Track. It yes. Yeah, it was very streamlined. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like, oh, I'm talking to this guy, and, like, you text twice, and then, you know, you leave it, and then the next day you pick up the conversation. Yeah, the like only thing were, that like, you have, yeah, you're just in there for hours and hours on end doing nothing but. Do you remember being a teenager and you would jump on the phone? Did yes. you have a teen line? I did. I had my own phone. Yeah, so did I. And I your, your own line? Yeah. Because it was connected to the cable? That's what mine was. Mine was, was connected, connected to, to the, the cable. modem of the actual. Oh, um, dude, we modem. We didn't have none of that shit. You, the dial-up AOL. You were, yeah, you kind of you were rich growing it up. It was AOL. Oh, you're right. Yes, yes, yes. I was rich. Yeah, because if somebody was on the phone and you tried to pick right, up, you, you would hear. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. And then you would jump on that teen line. Did you? Was it a cordless? Hmm. It might have been eventually. Do you remember just sitting up with b with a boyfriend on the phone and just like, hey, um, yeah, I like I really like you too. Like your voice is cute at night. Did you ever? <laughs> you know I what I'm I saying? I don't know if I said that specifically. Um, what yes, would you guys talk about? Well, why I don't know. How would I remember? Did it you, was like eighth grade. Would you do phone sex? Oh my gosh, not in eighth grade. Oh. I would, though, this is something my my mom probably doesn't know. I would sneak out, and they would come, like, because they were a little older. Ooh. Yeah. Confessions. Wait, would you would sneak out of the front door? Yeah. I would wait for the air conditioner to turn on, so it would be a little bit, like... Muffled sound. Yeah. Okay. And then I would go downstairs, and I would leave the door, like... I wouldn't close it all the way, so it didn't make, like, a big Where noise. would they park? Right in front of the house. That was kind of stupid, right? Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um, and would you? Um, what would you guys do? Like make out? Yeah, sometimes. But it would be him and a friend. And you got and you would make out with both of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> so how much older were these guys? Um, like a year or two, maybe, maybe two. Oh damn! What the fuck is this? <laughs> Who did I marry? You're talking about like 13. That's not very far. Oh, dude, don't even start with that. So I would. I didn't have like a whole lot of girlfriends in my town. I kind of leapfrogged. I had like a girlfriend that was in brick and then she introduced me to another girl. And then I would date her for a little bit. And yeah, then but I don't know if I'd call these people like boyfriends or girlfriends. Remember the term like seeing each other? Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it was, like, less serious than actually boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, but I would – I let's talk about a little bit. Hold on. Well, let me finish my thought. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Let me finish my thought. I would leapfrog from girl to girl, 
But then it would get real serious real quick. So it kind of felt like I w- maybe I was in the pod. In fact, I remember there was one girl that I had dated that I don't even think I ever seen her in person. Hmm. They would three-way call. Remember three-way call? Mm-hmm. It's still a thing. Yeah, that's true. It <laughs> is still a thing. But do you remember like you would jump on the phone with somebody else and then all three of you would kind of be talking mm-hmm. and then be like, all right, I'm going to bed. And then every everybody would hang up. But then you would call back the one girl? Well, no, the one girl would still be on the line. Oh. And you'd be like, hello? And they're like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah, take my number. And then that's, you know, that real playboy shit. Every once in a while, though, that the other girl would still be on the line. And then you'd get caught? And then you'd get caught. <laughs> you would get caught up, you know, and then they would bust you. Lord have mercy. The hormones. Man, that's crazy, though, because... That you remember the teen line. Yeah, the teen line was connected to the, the so modem. So you're saying that the, p- the concept of love is blind is a more advanced version of your... The teen line. Teen line. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Just an advanced teen line. Uh, okay, o- I have a AOL. question because I really didn't um, get to know the beginning of the show. Like, I kind of got hooked towards, like, the middle. Sure. How... Oh, well, I think they kind of told us how old these people were. So, like, Jessica. They ranged. Was 30-something. Yeah, so Jessica was with, she was the crazy drunk. That's how I labeled her down on my notepad here. She was a girl, she'd never stopped drinking through the course of the show. And she was with Mark. And Mark, who was. He was the younger guy. Yeah, he was 10 years young, 10 years her. What do they call that? Ten. What? How do they say that? She was 10 years his elder. Yeah. He I don't was know ten how you would years. Say it's the opposite. Oh, her younger? No. No. Her. Yeah, he was ten years. I don't know why I'm trying to sophisticate this. He was ten years younger than her, but yet he was a lot more mature. I will say this: she seemed very immature for being thirty-four, thirty-five years old. He was twenty-four, twenty-five years old. Mm-hmm. She was. Ca- I'm pretty sure the entire country, anybody that's watched the show, pretty much hates Jessica's guts, right? She was just kind of all over the place. She you was. Ca- you kind of feel sorry for her a little bit. Do you? In a way. Do you? Because I don't feel sorry for her. I will say this, Mark. A lot of these men are a bunch of cucks. <laughs> all right. Well, y- you're gonna have to explain that one. All right. Let me explain the term cuck to you. Yes, please do. A cuck is someone. How do you spell that? That's is, a is C-U-C-K. Is that an acronym? Um, somebody want to explain to my wife what a cuck is? Do I want to know what this probably is? Probably not. A cuck is a man that uh, enjoys watching his wife make um, sexual relations with another man. And he sits there and watches. And they call that mm. a cuck. And you feel like all of the men on this show were that? No, I just feel like, okay, so obviously that's a real thing uh, as a a guy that actually enjoys that. But I've been describing people as that as like any guy that kind of like likes likes to, I don't know, it's just kind of a bitch, you know? Well, it's just weird because going into this situation or The Bachelor or any of these other dating shows, like you know that there are other girls in your living space or guys Mm. who are dating the same person you're dating but yet you're like friends with them it's freaking weird 
you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. okay, so Jessica was like trying to be friends with I don't know who's the one that wound up with Amber. Okay, right. Amber was the girl that ended up with Barnett. Right, but meanwhile, like Jessica was st- like still trying to steal him after Barnett and uh, proposed to. Yeah, but that happens Amber. every fucking where, dude. That's Are what you I'm serious. But that's what I'm that saying. That happens in regular. No, life. but they're friends, and then she's gonna they're go behind friends, her back. They're not friends, dude. They've known each other three weeks. Mm. They're not friends. I mean, what? That never happened to you. Yeah, I guess, but not at this age. Okay. You know what I mean? Like maybe in like high school, you had girls who were your acquaintance, but not your real Wait. friend, and then they like wound up dating the guy. That you, you never. Were all right, let me ask you a question. In college, did you ever hook up with, make out with any of your friends' ex boyfriends? Boyfriends? I mean, if you use the term loosely, probably. If you use the term like they were together, like exclusively, mm, I probably wouldn't go there. But if it was like, oh, they hooked up and then like two years later, I I probably, yeah. You you probably cross paths. Yeah. I mean, the the circle of people. You cross bodily fluids with your friends. The circle of people that you, you know, hang out with. Mm-hmm. isn't always like I can honestly say that I've don't think I've ever done that. I remember one time in high school in which I hooked up with my friend's brother's girlfriend and at when when I hooked up with her I honestly had no idea that they were dating. I didn't find out until after the hookup had existed. But and then once I found out I think I hooked up with her again. Just because, and then I got my, and then I got my ass kicked for it. I got pummeled for it, and mm-hmm. they jumped me in my front yard and beat the shit out of me. And therefore, and then that, but it taught me a good lesson. So thank you to, um, well, you guys know who you are, but thank <laughs> you, to <laughs> thank you to you, you guys for uh, beating the shit out of me because I, t- I learned a very good lesson, and that's never fuck with another man's girlfriend or wife. And I, ju- I, that was just never my style. I never went there. So not not even if it was like an ex-girlfriend or ex-wife. I just I just never had that interest. Well, like I said, I think back then in your 20s, like it's not as serious or especially like in the college scene, like not very. I don't know about that. Well, I mean, it depends on the person. Like if you knew like my for instance, my roommate in college had a very serious boyfriend. They're actually married now. You know what I mean? So that is somebody who you know, like, that's a little together, different. That's serious. But when you're just kind of like, you know, on the scene. And OK, let's say that they hooked up for two months or three months and then two years went by. Mm-hmm. Would that be OK? Mm, not not a roommate, like a, a best friend. You don't do that. No. OK. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess that's kind of the situation. That guy wasn't tied to her. And the thing is, is that if you ever watch the reunion, anybody who's seen Is Love Blind, the reunion episode in which they all get together, the one girl's like, you messed with my fiance. Like, yo, okay, it wasn't really your fiance. Like, okay, you guys got engaged. Who said that, Amber? Amber said that to Jessica. Mm. And listen to me. I'm over here waving my hand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> doing this 
<laughs> you know, like I'm a real housewife from New Jersey. <laughs> um, yeah, he like yes, technically they were giving each other the title fiance. Fiance. How could you mess with my fiance? But were you guys really fiancés? Like I don't know. It was only two weeks. It's kind of kind of whack. And in in my opinion, I feel like that guy w- that man was still fair game. Barnett was still fair game. But he was a player. He, he was, was a player. He started the shit. He, exactly. Dude. It was his fault. So to get mad at and is love blind. Let me tell you something. Amber is I call her hot trash hmm. because she's sexy. She's got the boobs. You know, she's got a she's got a pretty face, but you could tell she grew up on the other side of the railroad tracks. Mm, yeah, she you was know? a little trashy. She well, was no, like a little bit. Not even like how she grew up, but just how she was explaining like, not that everyone has their I don't whole life together, but like when she was talking about her credit and she can't hold a job, like those were kind of red flags, you know? Red flags. She was she was um an army tank mechanic. Oh, I didn't so get So you part. know that she's. Uh, She's a little rough around the edges. Mm. She probably didn't have a whole lot going. Like a girl like that doesn't going to go into the army for no, like because she's proud and wants to wave the American flag. Mm. Some of them do. Most of them don't. Mm. Most of them are going in because that's the only option. Mm. Listen, I'm proud of my military service, but if I had a better option, right before I went into the military, I was I would have taken that well especially at that time knowing that 9-11 yeah like I wasn't I mean I was about it because my grandfather was in the military and everything like that but if you know there was some high stakes college that wanted me to come play ball and I like being a student because I had talked to a few colleges it was just for me personally I just didn't really have you liked being a student? No, no, no. If I liked being a student. Oh, I right. hated being a student. I was a shitty student. So what was I going to do? You know, I had no other real direction. It was either that or going to the workforce. Mm. So for me, it was just like, this is a good way to travel. It's a good way to get my own experience good without experience. having, right. you know. And I feel like she was probably in that same that same category. Like, she didn't have many options. Yeah, because you could tell, like, when she went back to her family's house, her and Barnett, I'm talking about Amber and Barnett from Is Love Blind, right? Netflix series. Yes. When Barnett goes back with Amber to her house. Her mom's house. Her mom's house, where she was raised, you could tell, like, the house was... It wasn't like it was a five hundred thousand dollar house. It looked like it maybe it a wasn't a luxurious. Yeah, it was like a double or anything. Yeah, it yeah. was like a, you know, one of those single family homes or may possibly even a double wide, right? A trailer, like a trailer. that was on a probably a good piece of land because there wasn't like there was neighbors or anything. It was kind of in the middle of nowhere. I don't know. I didn't really see that. So anyway, part. it was just kind of one of those things where she grew up. She was just a very beautiful girl that kind of grew up on the rougher side of town. You can tell the way she jokes, the way she presents herself. That is it, like a fake confidence almost. Like you could tell she's no. She just grew up that way. She just grew up that way, like hanging out with the boys, kind of. Mm. You know, where she the way she jokes, the way she jostles with with Barnett through the course of the show. That you can kind of tell that she's 
She's kind of a little bit more tomboyish. She's just a very beautiful girl. She's well, tomboyish, she and she was in the army. Army, so you know, you kind of gotta put up that. You gotta know how to deal with men so that you know they're not like whistling at her every two seconds to the point where you know. Sure. It breaks you down mentally because sure. I'm sure it can for any woman. In but the then she way. came on the love it on the reunion show, and them boobs were. I feel like they were amplified. Amplified. Maybe she gained a little poundage. Oh no, she got them suckers enhanced. Oh, okay. <laughs> Th- she got them suckers blown up a little Pumped bit. Pumped up. And I was trying not to look, but I'm pretty sure every single guy that watched that show was staring. That because is a you lie. were you because were trying not to look. Because the thing was, is that it was such a low slit dress mm. that you were just waiting for a little tit to pop out of there. You a, know, to a just fall. Yeah, just a little something to just fall out for the whole world to see. You're like, oh, it's gonna happen. Like you know, a, what was that? The Super Bowl, Janet Jackson. Yeah, the <laughs> Janet Jackson weird thing with Justin Timberlake. No, this was gonna be. Justin Timberlake purposely pulled her titty out, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about a little, you know, a boob just falling out of oh, that. Oh, like the girl I described in the nail salon that time? Ooh. Mm. No, that was bad. This woman who I didn't have Yeah, why don't you tell us about audacity this? to... Hold on, let me... <laughs> let me pull this a little bit closer. Go so, ahead. sitting in the nail salon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting my manicure. Right. And mm. a woman walks in mm. with a child. How tall, how tall is this woman? I don't know. Nice body. Body one to ten. She was muffin topping. Okay. All right. Wait, let me push the mic away a little bit. <laughs> and because she was overweight, okay. she had really... Nothing wrong with a muffin top. No, but you could tell that she carried a lot of her weight in the top area. In the boobage. Her boobs. So her boobs were very fatty. Ooh, the the messy tits. Right. Like really like. Sloppy tits. Like a water balloon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And they were stuffed in a shirt that was too small for her because it was riding up. And the bra was probably too small. The bra was too small. And you could. And they were really high. So I don't know how she got them up that high. But But they were pretty high. And so what I'm thinking is that in order to... You're touching your chin. Were they (laughs) touching her chin? No. Because you're describing kitty touching chin here. But I'm thinking that in order to see what I saw, she would have to really, like, put her chin to her neck type of thing because they were that high. Okay. So what I saw was the line of the shirt, Mm -hmm. and then you could see the areola. Which is the what? The nipple. Mm. And was it? It was big. Ooh. So like s- kind of like this. It it was <laughs> like <laughs> For anyone watching, he has a pizza court. Yes, it's about two and a half inches in diameter. Um, it was big, and it made me feel uncomfortable. But the thing is, she was with her like three-year-old daughter, mm. and so that I don't know if that made it worse, or maybe like you're like, oh, she's a mom, and she was probably like just breastfeeding the kid. <laughs> She didn't get it stuffed all the way back in there. I don't know what was happening, but was it just kind of like a, a small sunrise, or yes. was there more to no, it? No, it was probably only like a quarter of an inch. All right, but it's still worth a look. Yeah, it was like one. It's like a train wreck. Like you don't want to look, but you don't want to look away. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. 
Is love blind? <laughs> <laughs> is love blind? So one of the things, um, Kelly and Kenny. Kelly was the health coach. Okay. Yep. Right? And I honestly thought, I was like, wow, this is actually going to work out. And then I found out that they didn't have intimate relations mm. coming down the stretch there. She, she kind of admitted to some things and said, oh, well. So I think the thing is, is that there's some women out there that have a hard time uh, climaxing during sex, right? Okay. Uh, this, I probably should have put a disclaimer a on, disclaimer this? on yeah. this. Yeah, this is not for your kids. Although at 1030 at night, put your kids to fucking bed, mm. right? We're not judging you. We're not judging <laughs> you. My kid is probably still awake <laughs> in the other room. No, we told her to go to bed. She um, has a, did you know she has a practice test tomorrow? No, and why are we talking about that? So Kelly well, and Kenny. Well, because um, it's... Tell her to cheat. No. That's we started this. Because it's the night after the clocks went forward, so people f- are going to find it hard to go to sleep tonight because they probably woke up a little later than normal, mm. so it's difficult to get into a routine after that right. happens. Uh, so anyway, Kelly and Kenny... Okay, uh, so Kelly was the the health coach, right? On, I don't know, a program, and Kenny was another cuck. He's just a, a lot of beta males, and I feel like you almost had to find that. I also find it interesting. I wonder if, like, during the screening process, that's who they were All looking right, for. All right, let's talk about the screening process. What do you know about the screening process? I don't know about the screening process, You're but just what gonna did assume? I'm going to make a lot of assumptions right here. Um, and I'm also going to put a new banner up here because I want to talk about the screening process. Well, the they love definitely have people sign a waiver that you cannot sue them for discrimination. They have to because there were there were no bad looking. There were no overweight. There were no. I don't know. What else can you say? Well, first off. The love is blind screening process. Why didn't they have overweight people? Well. Like Shallow Hal. Remember that movie? They did have a guy that was gay-ish. He was he was uh, bisexual. Right. And they had to make sure that they threw that in there. No, but I'm saying like they must have had to sign a waiver that they couldn't sue if they didn't pick them because of whatever they were. You know what I mean? Like, if that guy was bisexual and then they didn't pick him, he could have said that was discrimination. But, or reverse discrimination. Okay, you know that heavyset people had to apply for the show. Right, but there was not a single one on there. You got to remember that a lot of this is, is it going to look good on camera? Yeah, but that's the whole preface of Love is Blind. Like, you ever see Shallow Hal? Where he thinks that she's... Gwyneth Paltrow, but really she's supposed to be like a... uh, Shallow Hal needs a gal. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know... He says that in the movie. Oh, okay. Shallow Hal needs a gal. Something like that. But anyway... Do I think that there was a... What what kind of screening process... First off, in regards to the screening process, because we were talking about this last week during the show... They had to have found the most impulsive yes. people in the world. Okay, these are not your normal 
people that you're running into on the street. These are people. This is why I think because I'm incredibly impulsive, mm-hmm. very impulsive. We started this show in the the show before this show. We, in fact, talking about that, our pre-show. Let's just call it. The oh, pre-show. about yesterday's events. Yesterday's events, and I wanted to do to go to three different ball games in the same day. With no real plan. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. In fact, we were driving to the stadium and I was like, look for a stadium to go to. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I just knew that there was a lot in near Tampa. We had a two hour drive. So I just said, start looking for one. <laughs> Very impulsive. Very fucking impulsive. I didn't even have tickets to a game. I just was like, hey, well, we're going to buy tickets on the way. We got to just start driving. And we just started driving that way. And it ended up being the game that. I was trying to reach, but that's just kind of the way I, I roll. Yes. You know, I, I do things very last minute. I go without a plan. Years ago, when we were living in Denver, I was working in aviation and I had been laid off from aviation and I was trying to find a job. I didn't know if I was going to go back into aviation or not. I didn't like the feeling of being laid off, so I didn't know if it was for me. It was actually my very first job that I ever got laid off from. Mm-hmm. So I went into sales with DirecTV. And one of the sales techniques that DirecTV teaches you is trying to make people feel rushed, make people feel, try to get that impulsive buyer. Mm-hmm. You're going to miss the boat if you don't do this. They teach you little things like clicking the pen. Clicking the pen gives people a sense of urgency. Like, I need to do this right now. Time is running out. Mm -hmm. It gives people like a little ticker in their head as if like a bell is about to ring. And if you don't sign now. The other thing that we tell people is like, haven't you ever driven down your street and seen all the cars parked in front of Joey's house on Sundays that's Mm. because Joey has the Sunday ticket don't you want the Sunday ticket don't you want friends don't you you know have you ever seen you know that kind of thing and that right there gives people another sense you people need impulsiveness and that's why what we always tell them is listen this is only going to last till tomorrow like today is the last day of the sale That was never the last day. Of course, they tell us before you go out into the field to find people to sign up for DirecTV. Mm -hmm. Well, because chances are if they're in a Best Buy, which is where you were. They're buying a TV. Right, but they're not going to come back to sign up for DirecTV the next day. Like They're there for the day, and that's it. They're not coming back. Yeah, so every single morning before you would go to Best Buy – you would leave the the office the the um not the corporate office but the the field office you would leave the field office you would do a little training and then you would go out to your location which was typically at a best buy um that's the locations that they always sent me and then they would say people are going to sign up for your for you know get a tv and when they get a tv you're going to offer them this that and the other thing but i'm telling you right now today's the last day for the sale but then the next day today's the last day of the sale Today's the last day of the sale. Mm. So when they were leaving, like, listen, they, today is the last day of the sale. They had you believing it mm-hmm. so that you could tell somebody without feeling like you were lying. Mm. 
the sale always goes on, hmm. right? There's always a sale. That sale never ends. And when that one does end, there's going to be another one that follows up behind it. Mm-hmm. And you see every major corporation do it. Old Navy does it constantly. If you ever sign up and don't do not do it, don't sign up for Old Navy emails because you'll get 15 of them a day. It's mm-hmm. so annoying. And every single day I get an email that says, today only, mm-hmm. $7 jeans. Mm-hmm. The very next day, today only, $8 jeans and a free T-shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets like... Right. Uh, there's always something. There's always something going on. There's always a sale. They're always trying to get rid of their stock, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that sale never ends. It never ends. And, I mean, sometimes it does end. But cars you see car dealerships do it all the time Mm -hmm. and why because they want to build people that they want people to feel impulsive like i got to do it today and i'm and i'm an impulsive buyer i've gotten better through the years Mm. but i'm very impulsive i don't like feeling like i'm missing out on something yeah fomo fomo fucking huge fomo problems that's probably my number one mental illness is fomo that's a mental illness yes i honestly believe it is so many times especially during my drinking days Mm. i wouldn't want to stop drinking because i felt like if i if i was to leave the bar or leave the party or whatever i was going to miss out on something that great that was going to happen i had to be the last one to leave sleepovers as a kid I feel um, like that was probably more well for the girls. One, the one time, but then the guy that slept, the kid that slept over my house, he puked on my rug, and I never had one again. Ew. Yeah, he, we were eating um, tortilla chips um, first thing in the morning. We were eating them all night, and then the bag of chips was still sitting on my bedroom floor when we woke up in the morning, <laughs> and he started eating them for breakfast, and then he puked on my floor and didn't clean it up. So I was kind of angry about that. Okay, well, what I was trying to get to was that when the girls would have sleepovers, <laughs> it would be a thing like the first person to fall asleep would get, you Marker know, on the face. Or like toothpaste in the hair or something, mm. you know, silly. Or like put their, dip their fingers into cold water and hope that they pee their pants, you oh, know. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, th- I guess that's always existed. And that's it's warm funny. water, not cold water. So if you were doing it in cold water, it wouldn't work. Gotta do it to warm water, I think. Oh. But anyway, anyway. But it's funny how like all these things like started in your teenage years. Like we were just talking about, like love is bo- blind being like the um, the teen line, the, teen the line. adult teen line. So anyway, back to the show. What were we back just saying? Back to the show, we were talking about Kelly and Kenny. Oh, and you need like really impulsive people. Yeah, Kenny is to a actually cu- go uh, on again. Kenny is a beta cuck. Like he had whatever that means. A beta male. Okay, he's not an alpha male. He's a beta male. Kind of like. The woman rules. Mark. Mm, true. Yep. Mark was the same way. Actually, Ashley made a comment about that, and I meant to say that before. People are saying that they're joking that the name of the show should be Mark is Blind instead of Love is Blind, <laughs> which is true. Well, this is the this is the funny thing about Mark. Okay, he let's, w- he let's was attack just Mark for a second. He was in love with being in love. I don't think he cared yeah, 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 who yeah, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. but when he locked on to Jessica – that was it. He wasn't. He wasn't and he had those, go. Yeah, he had those big eyes oh, yeah, too. So scary. when he zoomed in, when he zoned in <laughs> on somebody, he was not letting him out of his sight, dude. He could see that guy right there. Oh my god, he could see. He could probably see the horizon. Yeah. Well, what? Anybody could see the horizon. That that boy there could probably see a shark from 500 yards out. You know what I'm saying? Just coming, and he would be the first one. 
He'd probably make a really good lifeguard. He just, I guess the <laughs> thing is, is that. He did kind of look like a lifeguard. A yeah, little, yeah, like yeah. Short and, short and, not really stocky, but like. Dude, how many times did the fucking girl have to tell you? I don't want to be really with you. I really don't want to <laughs> be with you. And she was really just trying. I think he almost like kind of forced her into wanting to be with him almost like by the end you know what yeah, I mean? yeah yeah and people in the like around this country are probably sending that girl i think during the reunion she says like yeah i got death threats there was definitely memes that i've seen mm. that are like just trashing her like i hope this bitch gets coronavirus and to me, first off, it's a goddamn television show. People need to lighten up. They fall so in love with these goddamn shows and everything. They feel like they're part of them. Well, the other thing about these shows is that they're extremely uh, staged. And no. You think that one was staged? Okay, not staged. People, I, I honestly believe that those people were really hurt by the end of that. Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe I used the wrong word. Edited? They're yeah. extremely edited to make you have a certain perception of them. Sure. And I agree with I agree 100 percent. And I think that there's a lot of shows that are like that. Well, we all know that all the shows are like that. They they make somebody a lot worse than they actually are. Right. Like they'll zone <laughs> in on a trait and then they'll exaggerate it mm -hmm. so that the person might be a heavy drinker like Jessica but then, like, every scene is... Let's talk about the Jersey Shore for a second. How much do you think the Jersey Shore is real? And I'm I'm curious to find out, like, what people are thinking about that. You know, feel free to comment. Feel free to fucking comment. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, we're slacking on these comments. I'm a little ticked off by that. <laughs> you know? People were commenting on the last one, and then people didn't comment. People didn't come back. Jersey Shore is that real? Yeah, they were all in their 20s, so... I well, mean they're still doing this show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I again, this is another – a lot of people like reality TV is not really reality TV. I think that there's some that are really reality TV. Let, let's talk about Real Housewives for a second. When I watch Real Housewives, I'm like, this is so fucking staged. Mm, I don't watch that one. I watch Kardashians. I'm like, this is so goddamn staged. Do you dude. really watch all No, no, no. I don't watch – I mean, I've seen episodes, obviously, or seen – clips i don't know if i've ever watched a full kardashian episode okay. i just feel like it's so goddamn staged real housewives no matter what city atlanta new york city, it's like 45 year old women just complaining and bitching about one another and well, just creating me, so like much fucking has, drama who has the time i'm sure that some of the drama is true but I also think that a lot of it is a bunch of bullshit mm -hmm. and a lot of it is staged and they're definitely you could tell that the producers are definitely creating. I'll tell you. It, OK, there's a few there's a few of them that are out there. Let's take. Pawn uh, Pawn Stars. Mm -hmm. Right. The pawn shop in that is 100 percent staged. They really do own a pawn shop, and I'm sure they get real customers and stuff in that pawn shop. All of the communication between, like, how many fucking guys does this guy know, right? Like, the main, the owner of the shop, right? I'm not familiar, so I don't okay. know. Okay. Every single thing that the guy brings in, oh, let me get my rare quarter guy in here. Oh, like, okay, oh, dude, it. come on, dude. How many fucking people do you know? Mm. You know, let me get my... Marilyn Monroe autograph picture 
guy in here. The like, expert for every single yeah. piece. Got he's it. right and he's right down the street by the way. Just mm-hmm. hang tight for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's just and there's just a lot of bullshit dialogue cuz they're they're not actors, they're just shitty people that <laughs> want to be on TV yeah. and have they're their just, 15 they just minutes own, of fame. They own a pawn shop. They've never been to any acting classes. So they the directors definitely tell them like, "Hey, you say this and you say that and and we're going to record that and throw that up there and it's just a bunch of bullshit but something like this you could tell that there was real hurt in it right you could tell that that girl jessica was really drunk through the course of it she was really saying things that were kind of a little off-putting yeah Yeah. like when she she's in bed and she's like oh barnett looks so hot tonight you're like ooh, that stung a little bit but the guy didn't deny or he just he just like took it. He took she it. She was basically beating him down m- like morally, like making him look like yeah. the biggest idiot and he just took the beating. Cuz he's a cuck. And that's what beta cucks do. And there's there was a few of them. Kenny mm. right in that cuck, C U C K, right? Mark cuck. Okay? C U C K. Um Barnett, definitely not a cuck. Oh, Gianna and Damien. Gianna was the pretty blonde. Oh, Giannina? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that who it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How do you say that name? Giannina? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's the one that fell in the wedding dress, if Mm -hmm. you watched any of the things. She was the one that went running out the chapel and then slipped in the wet grass. Yeah. And now those two are, although the whole time I was like, this guy's kind of a cuck. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a beta male, where he's just letting this girl be ridiculous to him and steamroll. Temper tantrums like a baby. She would just like flip out over the yeah. stupidest, sh- and she would like literally stomp. Yeah, but her I wouldn't. Feet. I honestly wouldn't take any of that. But then to find out that he said no at the altar, but then he continued dating her. That is a that is a female that doesn't change. You know, mm-hmm. like she doesn't understand. Like she needs that type of guy. To steamroll. To s- keep, like, taking, like, taking basically that being punishment. A, a doormat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To just, ta- yeah, punching bag. You mm-hmm. know, you're just mm-hmm. in, you're just there to to accept those beatings, mm-hmm. you know. And Amber was, I mean, um, Jessica was doing, th- that's why I, but Amber and Barnett, is love blind? Probably not. Because what, I mean, yeah, it's probably not. Because if Barnett would have showed up, and let's just say, she didn't look like Amber. Mm-hmm. Let's say she looked more like Kelly, who I didn't really find all that attractive physically. Mm-hmm. Not saying that she's not. A pr- I just me personally, I didn't find her very attractive. I'm going to say that he probably would have at some point chased Jessica. Mm. He probably would have given into that temptation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he is a playboy, and he was yeah, he wasn't about it. Yeah, you know. But um, and then the other the other one was Cameron and Lauren. I I really liked that couple because the it black and the the black girl, girl and yeah. the white guy. Yeah. Because I mean, she stood her ground, and he was such a sweet man. And I think that she would have been stupid to let him go just because of the color of his skin. You know what I mean? Like he, re- you could tell he really genuinely liked her. I don't know if I'm going to say loved her, but liked her from the beginning. 
you know what I mean? And I feel like she liked him too. And then the whole race thing put like a, a, f- a, a barrier. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, ultimately, I mean, I don't know if they're still married, but at the reunion show they were, which I don't know when that aired. But ultimately, she probably had been treated pretty poorly by the men she had dated in the past, which it sounded like were all black mm. men, you know. So her experience with that, maybe. Is it? <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? Well, yeah, maybe yeah. that was what she needed to say, like, all right, well, my track record with those guys weren't that good. So I'm mm. going to give this guy a chance because he's actually really genuinely into me type of thing, you know. So that's why I think she kind of stuck around. I also found it interesting that he was he dated a black girl prior to her. Hmm. Like, is was that like kind of his thing? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I wonder if he knew she was before proposing. She said. She said. He said no, but there's got to be some kind of. I mean, I'm assuming that. Do you think that she would have continued on talking to him had she had known that he was white? Like, let's say when they were in, in, the in the pods. I don't know, because I didn't really watch the beginning. Was she into anybody else? Like, because there were black guys that were in the pods, right? Yeah, there was. Was she naturally I drawn? I think there was just. There were two. One was the bisexual. Right. And wasn't there another one? Oh, no. No, I think that was it. Oh, okay. Very, it was very a wa- waspy show. Mm. White and... <laughs> Yeah, and the and the one black guy that they chose was kind of a cuck too. Mm. No, I mean. So they chose the dominant. And he female. was kind of yeah, he was kind of a. Maybe they were waiting for like a. And bunch then he and then he got down on during the reunion show. He kind of got down on one knee and was like, "Will you accept this ring as a sign of our friendship?" Like, oh, dude, get off your fucking knee! You've already done this three times now. And Maybe they chose. This girl really wants nothing to do with you because you. You know, you embarrassed her. You embarrassed her, and you were kind of a dickhead every single time that she tried to talk to you, in person. Right, right, true. I feel like they chose the women that they chose so that like a f- a cat fight would break out, in like the middle of something. Like they really were pushing for that, because they were like not, like I don't know. No, I think I think one of the major parts of the screening process had to be the impulsiveness, like. Some of the questions that they probably ask, like, would you quit a job to move across the country if, Mm. you know, they were definitely seeking that type of person. I wonder if they told them the whole idea behind the show before they signed up. I guess they would have to, right? Like, you're going to be in. Probably not until after the screening process. They probably did the screening process and first. said it was like a dating. Yeah, show. because the thing is, you can't tell people, hey, listen, this. Yeah, it, it was probably just like, hey, this is a dating show mm. where you're going to be able to meet a man and whatever. But they probably didn't tell them the full premise of the show, mm-hmm. because if you t- if you told them that and then started the screening process, then people are going to gear their qu- their answers mm-hmm. towards that style of show. So you can't possibly say. Oh, well, you're going to have to marry a person in the next three weeks. Right. And then go and ask them, hey, would you go backpacking through Moscow with only $100 in your pocket? Mm. You know, people would be like, uh, 
Yes. Because <laughs> they're just trying to get, on the, get on the show. they want to get on the show. I get it. You know? Okay. Makes sense. Yes. I, me personally, would I be on the show as a contestant? No child, no wife. Um, it sounds like something you would do. Oh, fuck yes, I would do that. Because you're addicted to drama. Yeah, I am addicted to drama. And so anybody and that's it's seen funny because now that you don't have your own drama, that's where you find it, like TV shows mm. like that. That's an interesting theory. Mm-hmm. I, st- I still love drama. I, I'm still addicted to drama. And I tell uh, in one of the earlier podcast episodes, we've talked about that. Yeah. Is that I don't think that I was necessarily addicted to alcohol as much as I was addicted to drama. I just love turmoil and and turbulence around like surrounding my my life. Mm-hmm. I just I, I kind of felt like things were more adventurous that way. Mm-hmm. And in fact, in a way, I still kind of like a little bit of drama. I find it a little bit exciting. Mm hmm. In a weird, fucked up way, I guess. I just kind of, I kind of enjoy it. I don't in know. In your own life or in other people's life? Like the shows? No. Um, like, I like a little bit. I don't know if I'm a drama queen because, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it because I don't think that it's something that I'm chasing as much as I used to. And I don't think that... It, Back then, I actually knew that I was addicted to drama. Hmm. Looking back, I think to myself, oh, my God, did I love it. Right. I loved being facetious. Hmm. I loved being, I loved creating, like, I loved when there was little drama going on in my family. I kind of realized that my mom is kind of like that. My mom kind of liked a little bit of drama, like, things going on well she I likes to gossip and that kind of thing to, right to talk about if you're if you're kind of lacking small talk you know yeah I don't to say that I'm still addicted to it I'm sure that in a way I am a little bit but not nearly what I used to be right N- not nearly what I used to be like I used to be real 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 bad um <laughs> you have a comment? Yes. Um, Sean Tarasuk says, you are a drama queen. Um, <laughs> Should we get him a crown? <laughs> yeah, a little, <laughs> what do they call that? A tiara? Yeah, tiara. That's what I should No, wear. that's for a princess. You need a full-blown crown. <laughs> you guys rock, he says. Thank you very much. Yeah, I um, I do think that I am a little bit of a drama queen. Or maybe I used to be, I just love shit going down. I loved being in the middle of it. I've I've talked about this before, that I used to go to a black biker bar oh, yeah. in downtown Coatesville. In fact, I think I cut that out of the final cut for the podcast because mm. I felt like it was just a very long story. But basically, I would get drunk, and then I would go to this all-black biker club in which a friend of mine had taken me one time there. Everybody there thought I was a cop, like legitimately thought I was a cop. They tried to call me out for it. Mm -hmm. It was just in an area of Coatesville, Pennsylvania, that I had no business being in, and I just would go and knock on the door and try to weasel my way into that club, and then I would just hang out there. And it was an an (laughs) underground biker club. I had no business being in there. 
in fact, I think I, I want to say that I had a membership card. I'm not even fucking joking. Now that I'm thinking about this, I honestly think that I was given a membership card. As what? The token white guy? <laughs> yeah, like they... But honestly, they everybody felt uncomfortable when I was in there because uh-huh. they honestly thought I was a police officer. I was just... I just loved the fucking drama. I loved feeling like my my life was in peril. And I lived like that for so long. It was just like... It was one of those things where... When I was single, obviously, I would wake up totally hungover, and then me and the guys would all sit around and talk about the the night before, you know, and, oh, yeah, remember that fight, or remember this, remember that. Most of the time, you don't remember any of it, but I was just always in the mix. I was always in the middle of all that shit, Hmm. and I think I just kind of, like, drugged that along into my everyday life. And then I meet somebody like you who is completely drama-free, and I turned your life upside down with all that bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It was just, I try not to. Um, I wonder what our, and I'm going to probably butcher this, but an enneagram, enneagram? Have you seen people, like, taking the quiz? No. no. i got to look it up. What is that? It, like, is basically, like, a personality quiz, and it's based E N N E A G R A M, an enneagram. Enneagram, enneagram. I don't know. Well, anyway, it's a test. Look it up. There's several available. You answer a bunch of questions, and then it tells you like your personality number one through ten, I mm-hmm. guess, and like different things about what your yours? type of person. Um, I tried taking one, but I took like, I'll be honest, I took the shortcut version. Okay. And it gave me like three different ones. So I guess you got to like take the time to take the real test. Mm. Just like we were talking about on the episode before this one. Like, you know, no shortcut is ever going to give you the real deal. You got to take the time. So maybe I'll sit down and take one and figure out my personality. <laughs> I you don't know. told me years ago that you wanted to be on the real world. I don't know if I actually like had a dream of being on the real world, but I really like the show. And they were coming to Syracuse University, and we all to were do like a screening or something like that. Yeah, so I like wrote up a little like bio, took it with me. Me and my friends stood in line for maybe like an hour, and the line didn't move. And then I had a class, and we've already established that I'm a nerd, so I got off the line and went to class because that was more important than being on the real world to me. So that was the end of that. Mm. So who knows what it could have been? Co- could have become mm, true you know i don't think i was interesting enough i i feel like reality tv would have been right up my alley yeah i feel like you gotta have a, a couple of screws loose <laughs> hence why i think that i should have <laughs> yes. been i would have been a great contestant exactly. love you honey thanks yeah i would have been a great contestant on one of these love shows especially in your younger years, you know. Yeah, I always wanted to do, like, speed dating. Hmm. Maybe that was one of the questions that they asked. Would you consider, would you be into speed dating? Because there was kind of I think I would do that, that element. Though. I mean, because w- there's, like, no strings attached. Like, I mean, I guess the, th- maybe the number one question was probably, like, would you go on a blind date? Have you ever been on a blind date? 
Hmm. I'm not really sure. Like where somebody set me up? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think I have either. Maybe I have. I don't. I mean, <coughs> where I purposely, where somebody like purposely set me up, probably not. Where somebody was like, hey, listen, my friend is going to be there and she's kind of cute and you should mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that has happened to me. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I don't, that's I don't even a blind even, date. But, but I really don't know if it's ever like worked out in my favor to where I went on a blind date and then ended up dating that girl or anything like that. You know, mm. and most of the time there was I probably set more people up, and I used to hate doing that. Where people would be like, "Hey, let's see if your friend's got any friends." You know, I was like, "Oh God, I hate that shit." Because then that then you're always gonna be paired with that person, mm. no matter how good of a friend that that person is. Every single time that you go out or whatever, that person's always gonna be there. You know, you'll never have a moment alone. For some people, that's not bad. For me, you know, I'm kind of a loner. I don't mind being alone. I kind of like, I love being alone. Mm. I, I, when I used to drink, I used to love going to bars alone. Mm -hmm. You know, we just talked, I would go to a goddamn illegal biker club alone <laughs> that I had no business being in. I would go to bars alone, clubs alone. Would you, I mean, I would, I would totally. Oh my God! I have done vacation alone, completely by myself. That's weird. Really? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Where'd you go? Where did I go? Oh, we were going to talk about travel today too. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll we'll make that a topic for next week. Okay. And yeah, do we want to wrap up the love? Yeah, well, line? yeah, we're gonna wrap this up because we're over already at an hour and twenty minutes because we actually started this and we did twenty five minutes earlier and then we had problems with the computer system, so we had to right. restart. So if you want to catch the full episode, yeah, you want to catch the first twenty five minutes, then go back and listen to the uh, the first. But I want to say this. I don't ask anybody for much, really. And if you've made it this far, then I'm hoping that you actually enjoy the podcast and enjoy spending time with us on Facebook Live. Do me a huge, huge, huge favor. Several favors. First off, tell your friends about the Miss Podcast. And you can tell do that people by clicking the share button right now. Yeah, you can share it. Um, that would be huge. Um, the Patreon account is going to be up at some point this week and we hope to find people that love the podcast and want to continue to help share it and spread the word and hopefully donate to the podcast because this actually does cost me money every single week every single month it costs me a lot of money um, and it comes out of my pocket just because I love doing it and I'll keep doing it that way if need be but obviously it would help to have people that donate and like we're gonna sponsors yeah like sponsors so we're gonna try to help people um, find out how to do that so that would be amazing if you guys could do that. But the biggest support, if you don't have the money or you can't do it financially or you don't own a business that would love to sponsor this podcast, the best way to do this is simply by hitting that subscribe button, going to anchor.fm slash the Miss Podcast, going to Spotify, mm -hmm. 
going to Apple Podcasts, going to Google Podcasts, going to Pocket Cast, wherever you listen to your podcast, hit that subscribe button, listen to other episodes, and help us grow. Um, I know deep down inside that I got something real here. I was speaking with somebody earlier on this week about the podcast who has a podcast himself with over a million subscribers Mm -hmm. uh, or maybe a million listens. I don't remember, but he's really up there on the chain and he listened to the podcast as a favor to me, um, which he didn't have to do. And he said, you're on to something. And uh, he says that he found it very entertaining. So I think that we're in the right direction. I'm just trying to figure out how to do it all. I'm trying to figure out how to do content, how, how to create content. I'm figuring out how to give you guys a good episode every single week. I'm trying to figure out exactly how to um, promote the podcast and how to continue to develop the podcast so if you guys know anything about that i'm open uh you know i got open ears but the best way is simply by going to that link anchor.fm slash the miss podcast and wherever you listen to podcasts just hit that subscribe button and go back and listen to the other podcasts because they're all fucking hilarious or motivating or inspiring and will help you transform your life also oh god let me do my quick read through and then we'll wrap this shit up what do you think? Sounds good. So, but we never a- actually answered the question: Is love blind? Is love blind? No. Love is not blind. <laughs> um, people like what they like. People, l- love is only blind for people that are not good looking. God. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have asked that question. No, <laughs> but I think that it is true. There has to be that chemistry. You have to have that physical connection. That's a big part of a relationship and if it's not there and you have i feel like you're more likely to fall in love with someone on an emotional level on an emotional level because i'm a woman well i've seen the guys that you've dated in the past and they're ugly as fuck oh my god that's not nice what if they're watching well would you want me to pat them on the (laughs) back and say hey thanks a lot for sucking face with my wife or all right anyway the point is you want you want me to give them I a think high five, dude? No, I think more women are, or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'm making stereotypes, but I think more women are drawn, like you know, women are from men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I think more women are drawn to that emotional connection. They want to feel love in their heart, and men just want to get laid. So they're more for the physical physical aspect. I mean, if you're talking about stereotypes. That's just my opinion, I guess. Well, if men are just looking to get laid, then we're probably less about the physical type and just looking to you go know. for whatever you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. All right. Well, okay. So I think women are looking for the However, long term, men of course want that trophy wife. They want that wife that looks like you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, thanks, honey. Some sexy eyes, nice teeth. You know. That's all I got. Uh, you're looking at my breasts and you're, <laughs> you're not commenting on them. So that leads me and to believe uh, that I'm supp- lacking in supp- that area. Supple breasts. No, you have gr- you have great breasts. Well, thanks, honey. I mean, they've diminished over my weight loss journey. Yes. I mean, but they're like, they're a nice handful. 
All right. We they're don't have to talk about this. They're so beautiful. They're beautiful breasts. Thank you. You can at least compliment <laughs> my wiener for everybody that's watching. Oh you know what I'm saying, gosh. guys? You know, like people like our parents watch this. Like yeah. Who cares? <laughs> guys, get healthy. I have a great wiener. She's got great boobs. And what about um, you guys uh, have? Spiel? Oh, I don't have it in front of me. So okay. if you guys are looking to transform your life to get healthy, if you're not happy with the person looking back in at you in the mirror, whether that's because of weight, because of sobriety, because of your everyday emotional or physical health, and you're looking to transform your life, please reach out to us at anchor.fm slash the miss podcast. You can hit send a message or you can reach out to us at the missed podcast dot three two one at gmail.com or on Facebook or Instagram by sending us a message at the Miss Podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. It's okay. Don't be shy. Share it with a friend. They'll love you. Oh, I just burped. <laughs> and I love you guys. Oh, my Get healthy, goodness. America.